Welcome to In The Money, the premier hockey betting podcast. This is JD, and I'm going to run you through our NHL picks for the day. I did, who knew I was kind of the guy to get three on the text if you're trying to get high. Cop chase ain't once, but some on the side. Roll up like one, three blunts for the ride. Never dolo, kid, no stress, always got one. Pre-team married now, I see the shot. Looking for the kid, block out, so I'm not one. Fresh out of class with a dash from the cop. Front with a smile on the lumbar, all achy. Yes, she knew I was a legend in the making. Stuck around cause the boy lit and he cake. Small town, big head, Ricky gon' make it. They say I'm gonna get caught. This podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. The information and opinions are derived from individuals and are not to be taken as a guarantee. We here at In The Money provide you with content, not a guarantee of performance. We are not liable for any bets or action you take as a result of this podcast. All right, so an exciting first night in the NHL. Last night, the Leafs played Ottawa, Caps played the Blues, Edmonton played Vancouver, and Vegas played the Sharks in a nightcap. Now, let's get right into what happened last night. The Leafs were a riot on the money line and the over. But Ottawa played them tough, nearly scored right at the end to cover that plus 1.5. And they had a goal pulled off on a tough offside decision. I need to see more from the Leafs, especially their blue line. But their snipers came to play in game one, as we expected. We'll take it. The over hit, Leafs on the money line. You got to love it. But going forward, their their defense needs to seriously improve if they want to take on the Bruins in a in a playoff series. All right, next game, Caps and Blues. This one was an intense affair that really could have gone either way. I didn't really feel comfortable here betting on an outcome to begin with. Uh, Caps won in overtime, but I went with the under here. That hit. After the game settled down a little bit, it started like it was going to be a barn burner. Um, those big banner nights can be tough to predict. Anything can kind of happen on those nights. And I'm just happy to catch a lucky break here when the under looked dead in the water early. All right, let's move to the late slate. We had Con- uh, Connor McDavid's return in Edmonton. Of course, he didn't miss any games. God wouldn't let his son miss any games. But still, returning from injury... To be honest with you, Connor looked a little bit rusty. <laughs> he only had a goal and like an assist, but you know, he looked he did look a little bit rusty. Um, he obviously turned on the Jets when he needed to, made a great play, and you know, every time his lines out on the ice, they just dominate possession. They're just ha- hammering the other team. Him and Drysaddle are awesome to watch. I thought we were gonna get a late. Uh, empty net overcover there, but it was not to be. Uh, that's where I went with my money. Uh, the Oilers were very impressive. Uh, obviously, McDavid and Tricells we touched on, but also Cashian, who's the third man on that line. I'm glad he's found a home here in Edmonton. He's a fun player to root for. Um, most impressively, though, for the Oilers was Mike Smith's terrific play. Koskinen being assigned to the bench just a year after they gave him that ridiculous contract. And so that's kind of a story to watch. Um, as for Vancouver, they're a trendy pick by a lot of people to make the playoffs this year. 
Um, they won't be doing so playing like this. They need more from, you know, a guy like Miller, who they traded for. Um, you know, Pedersen, he'll, he'll get it going. Besser will get it going. Uh, I think they're hopefully going to name Horvat captain uh, when they go home. But we'll see. Uh, they need more, and they're going to be really scared off if uh, the Oilers get such good goaltending. They're, they're going to hop right in front of them on the line to get into the playoffs, and uh, nobody in the West is going to be giving their playoff spot up. Finally, in the nightcap, we had a pretty electric game for a 4-1 game. Um, unfortunately, Nate Schmidt went down. Uh, I haven't heard about the extent of his injury. We'll see today what comes out. Uh, that's a tough one for Vegas. He's such a good player. But Vegas came out and dominated pretty much right away. It was pretty impressive. I, I thought they were going to win this game, and I, I thought they were looking to make a statement based off, you know, obviously how they lost last year. And they that's exactly what they did. They came out and they made a statement right away. They really put, put it to Vegas, you know, and uh, I, I was just impressed. They came out, they scored a couple of early goals. San Jose got one back there, and then it was 2-1, and then, you know, Vegas just kind of took it away from there. I have to say, uh, Vegas has one of the best fourth lines in the game. Uh, the way they attack the puck, the way they have such physicality, and they're always kind of getting momentum for their team. They're not letting the other team up off the mat if, you know, Vegas has had some pressure in their zone, but they're also, if you know, Vegas has maybe been hemmed in for a little bit, they can switch the play up. They can get it into that end. They can put a body on somebody. They can maybe create even a chance, you know, with Nosek and Reeves I, and Carrier now. I, I really, really like this fourth line. I think it's going to be one of the best all year long. So I think that's something to watch for. Um, as for the Sharks, you know, the 4-1 storyline might not tell you, but Martin Jones was really good last night. Um, Martin Jones had a tough, tough year last year, but he played really well last night. There was a lot of high-quality scoring chances from a lot of high-danger areas with guys getting open shots, and the Sharks didn't have their full complement of players. Eric Carlson didn't play. Obviously, Vander Kane was suspended. You know, that that's something to look forward to as the Sharks kind of can get healthy and get their full team back. But uh, Martin Jones is pretty good, and if they – get good Martin Jones goaltending, I'm going to really like the Sharks' chances to uh, go deep in the playoffs this year. All right. I think that pretty much covers what happened last night. Um, It was definitely an exciting opening night. Uh, Let's just touch on Austin Matthews scoring a ton of goals again. I think that's maybe the one thing I missed on there. He He scored a ton of goals on opening night, and last night was no different. He looked like he could have had four or five in that game. He was very impressive. Um, and John Tavares was named captain of the Maple Leafs, which I thought was a good decision since uh, had Matthews been named captain, we would be calling him Captain Underpants on this podcast. So a little bit uh, sad that we're not going to get a chance to do that, but uh, we move on. And we move right on to the slate for tonight, the October 3rd slate. Second night in the NHL. I don't know about you guys, but as a hockey junkie, last night I got a good high, a good fix, and tonight I'm looking for more. You know, I I need another high. Uh, 
but there are some good games to get me there. Uh, first off, we got the Florida Panthers playing at Tampa Bay. Uh, also at 7 o'clock, we got Montreal versus Carolina. Winnipeg at New York. Buffalo at Pittsburgh. At 8 p.m. on NSNBC, we have the Wild going into Nashville to take on the Predators. At 8.35, we got the Bruins against the Stars. And 9.05, we have the, a rematch of a first-round matchup in the Flames at Colorado. And finally, we're going to end the night in Anaheim, where I'm not going to be staying up for it, but have fun if you want to. The Arizona Coyotes play the Anaheim Ducks. So let's dive into the picks. All right. First, let's start with I really like the Lightning money line. I I think they're going to be mad as hell about last season, and they're poised to have another great regular season. Florida, I think, is definitely going to be a much improved team, but I don't know that we're going to see all of the uh, effects of Quenville and Bobrovsky on night one, um, especially as a Tampa team that's going to be mad as hell and going to be looking to take out some revenge on Bob. Um, the Lightning money line is at minus 170, and so I'm probably going to pair that up with one of the later games as I look through it. But that's definitely one that I really like. I feel pretty confidently about it. I wouldn't go with the minus one and a half because of Bobrovsky. You know, he could definitely keep it a game. And, you know, he could make, uh, you know, some amazing saves and maybe even win this for Florida. So that's what would definitely keep me away from minus one and a half. But I, I, like, the, I like the Lightning to win tonight. Next, we have Carolina versus Montreal, um, which where I like the under... But I don't love it. I do think the story early for the Habs this season is a young team that's going to have to lean on the strength of Carey Price, especially early in the season. Um, as for the Hurricanes, all season long it's going to be about their defense. It's deep and really good. I think it's a low-going, low-scoring game, and so there I go talking myself right back into that under. Um, I like it. I don't love it. All right, I've got an underdog for the day here. It's the Buffalo Sabres going into Pittsburgh. There's been a lot of talk about Buffalo and Ralph Kruger coming in and being the right guy. Buffalo has gotten off to some hot starts. There's a lot of talent there. Jack Eichel is obviously amazing. Rasmus Dahlin did not disappoint. They're going to be, uh, you know, they're a very talented team. And so the question is, if this is the right guy in Buffalo, they could be really good value early in the season. And so I might take a couple shots at them if they're looking very good. And I think that's going to start tonight. I'm going to take a shot. Uh, the Penguins are a good team, so this truly would be a little bit of an upset. But at 155 on the money line, it's a shot I'm going to take. Shoot, shoot. Another one I really like. I really like the Abs Flames over. Um, I could also be tempted to take the Flames trying to make a statement similar to Vegas did after they were embarrassed in the playoffs last year. But I'm not as confident the Flames are going to make that statement as I was Vegas. There's a lot of scorers in this game, though. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and go with the over. I love McKinnon. I love Landis Cog. They just got Ranton back. I don't even know if he's going to play. Uh, but the Flames are deep and just so many, so many guys who could put the puck in the net. And 
Give me Monahan. Give me Goudreau. Give me a high flying, high scoring game tonight. I just maybe I'm maybe I'm just betting on what I want. I don't know. I like the chances. That let me move on to another game. I love the 805 nationally televised game in the U.S. here. I love Nashville minus 160. And actually, this is the one I'm going to go ahead and parlay with Tampa Bay. So the minus 160 plus the minus 170. And that gets me almost plus 160 odds, plus 158. Uh, I think that's good value to see both of these teams win. So I'm going to hammer it. Also, don't think the Wild are going to be that good. All right. Winnipeg versus New York is... JD's don't touch this game with a 10-foot pole game of the night. No idea what to make of Winnipeg right now. Their big guns lining. Connor just got here. Big buff, and honestly, the rest of their defense is just gone. Uh, Yet they're still a really good team. The Rangers have so many questions. Will King Henrik be rejuvenated by youth and signings? What will they even look like? Will their young players score right away? Will their signings produce right away? Will all of this new and exciting things mesh right away? Will it take time? Does their defense hold up? These are There's just too many questions. There's so many questions with this Rangers team. They could be a team pushing for the playoffs, or they could still be a few guys away, which is I where I happen to think they are. I think they're a few guys away still, but I have no idea what's going to happen with them. And early on in the season, I'm going to be watching them closely, trying to get a feeling of who they are, but I don't think I'm going to touch them on the betting scale. And Winnipeg, kind of the same thing. Just so many guys out, so many guys coming back in. They're still a good team, but I'm going to wait for them to find their footing before I before I bet them. The other two games, I'm not really going to watch Anaheim, Phoenix anyway, especially since it's a nightcap on the West Coast. I, I, I have no interest in it. Um, I'll watch the Coyotes at some point, and I'll watch Anaheim at some point, but it, it won't be when they're playing each other. Uh, just doesn't interest me. And just have no sense of who's going to win. I, I mean, I, I assume the Coyotes are going to win, but they're minus 150 odds on the money line, I think, at on the road playing against John Gibson. That's too much. John Gibson is too good of a player to, uh, to just throw away money on like that. Um... And then the Bruins versus the Stars. The Bruins being on the road in Dallas to open up the season is tough for me to bet on them, but that's the team I like in that game. And at minus 110 on the money line, I just don't think there's great value there. Um, Also, I think that game is a five or six goal game, and I I wouldn't bet either. I think it could be five. I think it could be six. So um, that's kind of where I'm leaning. Not touching those ones either, but understand if you want to get involved i think that pretty much wraps it up folks strap in it's going to be a long season a beautiful season tremendous season the best season the best season it's hockey season baby